might be a long one. Red flags, massive crashes, protesters, wet qualifying, the debut of pedal cam, the debut of Roscoe cam. British Grand Prix had absolutely everything this weekend. Tom and Nick join me as always. Hello, fellas. Hello. Hello. You okay? Fantastic. Enjoy the F1. It wasn't bad, was it? I really it was, enjoyed it. It was excellent. Mm. I think I sent a message to you both. I love Formula One or something like this. <laughs> yeah. I've been a bit disappointed recently with F1. It's not really gripped me as much, but this was a this was a welcome return to form. That was, that's a good point. I was going to raise this. Mm-hmm. We were discussing, and you in particular, Colin, how there's not really been a fight at the front for a while. And uh, you drinked it in a good way, I think. <laughs> Plus one of next predictions came true. It did. I don't know what's gone wrong there. Oh, did it? You predicted that uh, <laughs> Sainz would win. Nick? I did. Excellent prediction. I was really happy. I wanted to see Sainz win for a long time. But it could be argued... Well, I think it was a definite fact that he wasn't the quickest driver there. Yes. But that doesn't really matter in some ways. Yep, that's true. No. I think Charles Leclerc must have... He must have bullied Ferrari's chief strategist while they were at school together or something. <laughs> Because that boy's having no luck. Yeah. Um, it really should have been his race. But unfortunately, Ferrari, Ferrari are adamant they're not going to win this championship. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look that way. If this carries on. Yeah, it's not looking good for them. So, qualifying is wet. Mm. How exciting. Yeah, I love a wet qualifying session. Who doesn't? Mm. So, there were spins from Leclerc, there were spins from Verstappen. Stroll ended up last. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Satifi made it into Q3 for the first time. Then, <laughs> yeah. Did you see what Williams tweeted at that point as well? No. They tweeted um, like a copy of Nicholas Satifi's stats from the F1 game and had them all as 90, 99, 99, 99. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that was amazing effort. And... There was some weather. What didn't he go early with his lap in Q two, and then it rained more. But you still have to get the lap mm-hmm. in and do the job and be very quick with it. So, but I was very impressed, especially after we've written him off so badly uh, in recent times. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be enough to save him though in the long run. No, it's game over. But Albon had the upgrades and he didn't. Mm-hmm. That to me was symbolic of. Right, that's clearly the priority driver. We don't really care about Latifi too much. But maybe in the wet, those upgrades didn't didn't work. Or maybe Latifi outdrove him. I suppose we'll never know. Hmm. But Sainz took his first pole in F1. Max was on a decent lap, but had to stop because of a yellow flag. Charles Leclerc was third, Perez fourth, Hamilton fifth, Russell eighth, Joe in the top ten again in ninth, hmm. and Daniel Ricciardo... 14th, just no pace all weekend again. Yeah. Really bad weekend. Yeah, he seems to have like two or three bad weekends on the trot, then a really good one, then a few more bad weekends. It's, there's no consistency to his driving at the moment, it looks like. Look at the position difference. Right? Mm. Norris 6th, Ricardo 14th. It's actually, it's not good enough. No. Again, well, again, we've said this before, I think. Like a lot of people jump into conclusions oh it's all over all it takes is another good one next week mm-hmm. and he's happy again but this was poor yeah, and Bottas out qualified by Joe that was interesting yes the best thing Ricardo did all weekend was when he hit Lando Norris in the face with a space hopper <laughs> oh that was a hard hit it was <laughs> and I don't mean that that I wanted to see Lando get hurt I just mean it was a funny moment <laughs> yeah they always do funny stuff don't they on the grid yeah on is it a Friday mm-hmm yeah, they did the F1 show live from there mm. on Friday night, I think. Yeah. I mean, the best, it still doesn't beat uh, when Johnny Herbert fell off one of those, <laughs> what, it Segway things or whatever they're called. Yeah. That was good. So it was um, a wet qualifying session. There was a few spins, but there was nowhere near as many people flying off the track as I thought there would be, given the weather. I thought they were all reasonably yeah. well behaved. Almost subdued in that respect. Hmm. It did mean we had a slightly mixed up grid for the weekend. It also negated that Lewis Hamilton was apparently going to be on pole before the race. 
from qualifying. What was yeah. what was that theory? I missed that. For the, the Mercs were going to be flying uh, this weekend. They were pretty quite really? long runs in practice, but the, mm. there was a lot of people pipping, tipping Hamilton for the front row prior to qualifying. Oh, I didn't fall for that. But did you hear Science's uh, radio message after he got a poll? Because he wasn't leading the session at any point until right at the end, correct? Mm-hmm. And it was, and he set his time. You know, the checkered flag had gone, and he was doing his final lap, and he just just pipped it. Mm. He was very surprised with himself. Yes, uh, there was some of the drivers were saying because their deltas on their steering wheel were calibrated for their Q two times, which were a few seconds quicker than Q three. So all of them were sort of going, oh, that time wasn't very good because their delta was showing they were still down. Oh. Apparently someone... So that could have been happened to science. Yeah, I think Leclerc, I think it was. I'm not sure that's correct, but there was one of the drivers asked for the um, delta to be reset. Whereas uh, Verstappen, I think, was judging his delta by how much he was catching his old time rather than how much quicker he was by it. Hmm. I would say Russell underperformed a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't go in slicks, um, so there's always that. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Latifi, did he just set one really slow lap in Q3 and then that was it? Yeah. yeah. They didn't try even. I thought they should have at least tried, considering it was wet. I think they might have used all of their decent tyres up at that point. Well, if that's... If that's the case, no problem. Plus, there was a threat of rain for the race, so I think they wanted to save tyres just in case. Fair enough. Still wanted to see him out there. Yeah, you never know. Could have got eighth. So, on to the race. And, well, this was eventful at the start. Yeah. Start number one. <laughs> Max takes the lead on soft tyres off the line. Um, from Sainz, Lewis then jumps to third, shoves Leclerc off and exit of Village. Russell gets a really poor start and hard tyres and is swamped off the line. Joe's got a clean run around outside off on the straight. Gasly tries to go up in between them. Russell edges over, clips the front of Gasly. Spears into the side of Joe, flips Joe upside down. The roll hook breaks, goes flying through the gravel upside down, digs in. As you've probably seen by now, flips into the catch fencing over the tire barriers, and it comes to rest wedged upside down, which was just a bizarre sight to see. Mm. Very scary. What when you're watching it, what were you thinking is happening? Because we just saw like in the background, a shower of sparks and someone skating along. I yeah. thought, oh no, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, and then you saw Russell run out his car. And then nothing mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, they took ages to show the incident until they knew he was mm-hmm. okay and out of the car. But Makes sense. The, the joys of social media and F1 TV abroad is that there was replays pretty much instantly mm. of other on boards, and there was fan fan footage uploaded pretty much immediately. Which, have you seen the footage of the people basically sitting right in front of where they landed? Yeah. That would have been a bit scary. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is not nice. No, uh, oh, it's just when it flips up in the gravel over and mm-hmm. misses the tire barrier, and you just think, "Oh my word!" But it's hit the top of that catch fencing, which looks mm-hmm. pretty weak, but wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the heavy thing. I know the Formula cars are light, but it's got full full uh, yeah. fuel driver. It's uh... it's coming at a certain speed. Yeah, I think Brundle said they're 900 kilos when they start the race. Obviously, it, it lost a few bits of bodywork, so it's a bit lighter. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, no roll hoop. Yeah, <laughs> I was amazed how well that fencing actually held up for a car going into it because it, it's designed for debris or tires or wheels and things, isn't it? It's not designed to catch a whole car. Yep. So whoever made that f- fencing, mm. well done for overspecking it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it poses now an interesting conundrum for tracks having. A gap between the tyre bars and the catch fence. Mm-hmm. No one ever really thought a car would get wedged there before, and it's one of those. You don't think it'll happen, now it's happened. People are going to have to go and move, change all their, their walls at tracks now. Yeah, maybe. Because, it, uh, you know, anything can happen in an accident, and I suppose history is all they've got to go on in mm-hmm. respect to how they design things. 
So, could set a precedent. Did either of you see Joe being extricated at all? Because I haven't. No. I don't know how he got how he got out because it was it looked like he was trapped in there to me. Um, yeah, well, the car was it was actually on its side, wasn't it? In mm. in between the two, and it looked like they had just enough room to get a stretcher in because I saw a, a still picture of him on a stretcher being taken from the car, and the stretcher was just tipped ever so slightly over the tyres. It looks like they just had enough room to get him right. from the car to the stretcher. I see. Not that I really want to see it, but I'm, I was no. kind of intrigued as to how. How it happened, knowing now with the context that he was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it, w- it took a lot of effort. Yeah, and I just, I just couldn't picture it in my mind. Oh, how's he, how's he got out of that? Second life to be can saved by Halo as well. Yeah, after was it Roy Nassani? Mm-hmm. and uh, the F two race, he shoved the Dennis Hauger off the track. It's Hauger, his, yeah. yeah, going towards the, the final chicane. He launches over a sausage curb again. Why would still have sausage curbs is beyond me. And just wipes right into the side of the hill. Which, he would have been dead if that landed on him. And if Joe, Joe didn't have the halo, it would have been his helmet scraping on the gravel. Yep. He'd have been he'd have been done as well. So, halo's been a great thing. We just need to get rid of the sausage curbs now. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Alex Vert's formula. Former Formula One driver and uh, 24 Hours of the Mon Victor, I believe, having a big rant on Twitter about uh, how he struggles to speak back on, about speaking publicly um, in terms of sausage sausage curbs and why nothing seems to happen and they're still there and that it's always been an ill-born concept. And of mm. course, Abby Eaton, who is a sausage, anti-sausage curb campaigner, because she broke her back on one, yeah. she was obviously uh, saying, you know, we need to think of a better way of controlling track limits. I guess that curb's there to prevent people cutting that yeah. corner. So it does work in that respect. But when someone comes at it from an odd angle, just just there's a launching pad, isn't it? It's like skateboarding. Mm. Yeah. Well, I remember F3 at Monza a few years oh, yeah. ago. Launched that boy yep. right up over the catch fence. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no, there shouldn't have been anywhere near a single seater racing track. Too far, too dangerous. But I don't think it's a huge problem for GTs and touring cars per se. No. But... I mean, in this day and age with the technology we have, why they just can't put sensors on these corners so they know they've cut mm. the track and penalise them for it? We don't or need grass. to have yeah. deterrent like that. Yeah. It just seems a backward step. I'd rather have track limit arguments than discussions of people's lives nearly being... Yeah. Ended, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But as we're on F2, I thought it was really good that Jack Doohan won a race. Because I do like... Uh, I think it's an interesting story that his dad was a MotoGP champion. Mm-hmm. And he's gone the four-wheeled route. And that was his first race win in the reverse grid race. And it was wet. So, well-driven. He's looked very promising coming up through the ranks of F3 and F2. Yeah, he's had a really inconsistent season so far. Mm. But he's one driver that I like to sort of keep an eye on. Yeah, maybe he could he could do well next year. I remember seeing him in the touring car support races in the F4, and he always looked really good in them. Oh, was he really in the British series? Yeah, I didn't realise. Oh, that's cool. You know, often with the British touring car supports, we've seen and or watched like some stars, and you, you forget who was actually in them. Yeah, because because the majority of don't do anything, right? No, but there's the the one percent that actually do something. Yeah, Lando in his Janetta days. Hmm. Yeah, Lando in his Janetta days when he was like four years old. <laughs> yeah. He looks so young in those pictures, it's mad. Fittipaldi as well, I think we saw mm-hmm. it not kill. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure there's been many others, if we look back into it. Hmm. There was another crash. No, sorry, Nico. No, sorry, I was going to say, did you actually see the uh, gouges out of the track from where Joe's car flipped over? Oh, No. That's mad. They actually left, I mean, not really deep, but like a few centimetres deep into the tarmac with just where the car flipped over and scraped along it. The roll hoop collapsing is not ideal, is it? No. I still don't know what happened to that. Was it sheared off? Did it go inside the car? Did it? I don't know. It just wasn't Yeah, there. where did it end up? Yeah. But apparently, they're Alpha and Mio. I've got the only one of that style. 
Yes. Everyone else has a similar mm. design where they've got something different. But it could have just been pure chance mm-hmm. that it broke. It may not have been a poorly designed or anything. It could have just been True. the incident. It's landing on asphalt, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's not landing on like grass or gravel. And then it's sliding along. I don't know if it just wears down like a nail file or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's not a kind of crash you can predict, basically, is it? It's um, No. Well, it's never happened like this before, but they will now know for the future. Yeah, it's something else to look into. At least with the halo there, that seems to have. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I haven't seen a picture of the top of his helmet either. I don't know if that was going along the ground. I would assume it would be. Um, so I'm not so sure on that one. Do you think it's just the halo on the car? I think so. I think he because he's yeah. they're strapped in very tight. I don't think there was much gap between it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it, you, strange because. It's such a scary looking accident, but he actually didn't have that much in terms of impact or anything else. It was more just being upside down. Do either of you know if the the fencing was replaced in the Red Flag series uh, session, uh, period? No, don't think so. I don't think so, no. Well, that's interesting. So I suppose it could be, could it? No. No, the tires weren't even touched. Yeah, so that's true. Did, no, that's true. Didn't yeah. have to do anyone. Another crash at turn one, though. But if Alex Albon, being a human pinball, <laughs> he has yeah. to back off with everything going on around him. Which sends Vettel right in the back of him, bounces into the pit wall, then it gets collected on the outside by Ocon, then on the inside by Sonora. So he has three, three fairly big hits. Mm-hmm. And I think he got airlifted to hospital, but was released later. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the car was wrecked, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ocon made it back to the pits, but I don't think he got back in the race, did he? Oh, he did, yeah. Or did he? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Didn't do anything. No, they huh. replaced... Well, he did. <laughs> we'll come to that later. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, of yeah, of course. Of course he did. Pivotal. Other than that. He was yeah. a Latifi this race. Yes. Alban, though, I, I was amazed at... At first, to hear he went to hospital, but yeah, when you look at it, he had four impacts, including a very serious one into the wall. I'm with you there. I was surprised, but mm. I, I did think that Yuki and Sonoda and Esteban Ocon were very unfortunate there because they did everything they could to avoid it, and then yes. all of a sudden, it comes from nowhere. Yeah, you can't really blame anyone for any of these incidents. The, I mean, Russell shouldn't have moved over on Gasly, but you know, it's all that close. Um, Vettel went into the back of Albon, but that's just because he couldn't see that Albon was slowing up. Yeah, and Gasly, could he have... Well, he did actually back out, didn't he? Mm-hmm. It was risky to go up there, but he'd already seen Latifi get an amazing start and do that move yeah. already. Anyway, one thing's certain, Joe didn't do anything wrong. No. He drives in a straight line and then yeah. gets flipped. Yeah, poor guy. He doesn't get any luck, Joe, but he's been driving incredible well. Mm. And there's no talk of him... Keeping the seat next year when it was widely assumed that he would just be in for one year, and it was the Theo, the Theo Porter was mm-hmm. rumored to be getting that seat next year, but Joe's done so well, it looks like it's going to be us. Yeah, well deserved. Sheffield's finest. <laughs> <laughs> then so red flag. Russell's out as well. He gets out the car to check on Joe. Gets back in the car, tries to restart it, can't. I think he said he ran to the pits, asked how to restart it, got back, and his car was on the back of the water. Yeah. Oh. So he was begging the FIA to put it back down, but it had outside assistance at that point, so he had no chance. Yeah, he said to the marshals, don't put it on the lorry. I'm going to go and find out how to restart it, but they can't just sit there and wait for him to come back. <laughs> they've, they've got to clear the track. Um, it's unfortunate for Russell, but yeah, there was nothing else they could do, really. No, shame. But we're lucky about the red flag because in about two seconds we might have had a bunch of more deaths with some protesters running on the Hanger Street. Not the Hanger Street, Wellington Street. Hmm. Yeah, Hanger was 2003. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that protesters running on the Wellington Street just as signs and Verstappen were coming through uh, entry onto the street. But the red flag was four neutralizing the race. Swiftly removed by the marshals. He didn't hmm. hang about. But yeah. that was just that was completely ludicrous, and F1 was lucky that the red flag was flown. Otherwise, 
that could have been a nasty one. Yeah, totally. It's just silly to put yours and other people's lives at risk for that. Yeah, I've no time for that. Or people defending them. Mm-hmm. So, race restart, original order, which is a lot bit confused about, but it's was it the last point they can determine the order mm-hmm. after the safety car line? Yeah. Second safety car line, the cars have to have gone past it before the red flag was shown, which they didn't. So where's the, where's that? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. No, don't know either. I'm assuming it was on the pit exit, but not sure myself. Hmm. So restart in the original order. Signs then but really different tires. Different tires, yes. Yeah. Oh, so ma- Max. Yeah. So Max is on the mediums this time after starting the softs the first. And got getting the lead first time as well. I think it's worth noting. Hmm. Mm. He got a great start, Max, but Sainz put him right against the pit wall. Yeah. And forced him to back out. Lovely, Quite, I thought. Harsh yeah, but Very aggressive, but he needed to, otherwise he was done. McClart then chucked one inside the Perez at turn four, which <laughs> was almost four wide. Yeah. But um, it was a bit of a lunge across the curb. Damaged both of the front wings. Uh, it is a lunge, but Perez makes a weird last-minute change of uh, trajectory, I thought. Maybe that's just me. He's clearly going for the outside line, then all of a sudden, oh, I'm turning in straight. Yeah. And those Ferrari was already there, so mm. it was a 50-50 for me. Oh, yeah, I don't think anyone was at fault as such for it. Yeah, yeah. It was just a bit clumsy all round, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Hmm. How on then drops behind Norris... And Leclerc tried to go around outside the Brooklands, but as a common theme throughout this race, he gets pushed off by Verstappen. Everyone just <laughs> pushes everyone off in this race, and that's mm. fine, apparently. Now. Very, very. I mean, that happens a lot on that corner in touring cars, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit more acceptable in that sport for whatever reason than it is Formula One. This is a this is um a clear uh, force off, I think. If you watch the best of the onboards video on the Formula Neutral channel, there's a, I think it's one of the AlphaTauris goes around the outside of Alonso in this corner, mm. and Alonso pretends that he's got oversteer to try and force him out wide, <laughs> which he's done many times before. Because yeah. I think there was a video with, um, was it 2014? Alonso and Vettel had a great fight, and there's a lot of shouting on the radio and stuff. And Alonso was doing these wiggles to sort of force wide. Verstappen just obviously pushed the clear off. I didn't really see a replay of that. No. It was uh, it was happened once and then that was buried. All right, fine. It was racing. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't give a penalty, but it's I would have given I would have given a warning. It's been defended by I can't remember who it was. It was the F one or the FIA um, by saying that that is perfectly acceptable within the rules um, because the rules state that you have to be have a reasonable part of your car alongside by the apex or something along those lines. Right, so it's after the apex is when he... Yeah. Yeah, but who defines the apex? Isn't that a subjective thing? It is, yeah. But that's why they're saying that these moves were all fine. Mm. Okay, interesting. Mm. Fair enough. We'll remember that next week when people get put in the gravel yep. and suddenly get five-second penalties. But exactly. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wait for that. So Perez pits for a new wing. Hamilton gets past Norris quite easily for fourth. And then lap 10, Sainz makes an error through Beckett's, runs away through Chapel or Church, and Max takes the lead. That's a big mistake from Carlos Sainz, regardless of what else happened. Mm-hmm. He's just driven off the track on his own and lost the lead. It's crumbled under pressure there, I think. Yeah. If you look at the race, he never had the pace, mm. and he made a, a few mistakes. So yeah. he, he didn't really deserve to win, but everything fell in his favour this weekend. Uh, what I would say is I hope the win gives him more confidence. Yeah. yeah and makes him that more complete driver, but he's not this is an example of he's not been quite there yet. Yeah. He needed this. But that was a that was a big error. That's a massive error. If you know, if it, if mm. that was the only move of the race, if the craziness didn't happen, that'll be over over analysed, we'll be reading blogs about it. The, but there was other distractions. Uh, yeah. So just two laps later in the exact same place, Verstappen slows up. 
following the signs when cut back through. Max Pitts thinking he has a puncture, and it turns out he's got bodywork damage after running over a bit of an alpha tower. Uh, yes. Speaking of. Ah, oh, now then, why was a damage <laughs> from alpha tower on the track? Well, um, Yuki Sonoda. Yes. <laughs> yep. Oh, dear. So I think they were both in the points at this point, and he makes a lunge up the inside of turn three, village. Village. And uh, loses the rear end and wipes his teammate out. And then uh, blames his teammate. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, scattered debris over the track. I thought it was weird, though, because the movie's done, and then the rear comes round in a very odd fashion, I felt. Clearly, he's at the limit of the grip of the car, and the, maybe the brake bias was too far to the back. I don't know. I but think it's like it doesn't lock up, does he? No. Until, until oh, the rear goes. It's it's almost like Gasly starts turning in, and it spooks him that he realizes that he's going to hit him, and he's tried to somehow avoid it, but kind of made it worse. Um, but yeah, he he blamed Gasly. Later on, he's now <laughs> accepted that it was his fault, although he still said, "But he shouldn't have turned in on me." <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, he had to share a plane home with Franz Tost after the race. Ooh. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so. I did. I'd have just walked, whatever it was he had to go. I'd have just walked. He's uh, there. I think they're level on points or close on points, but mm. I don't think they're impressed with Sonoda this year, and this doesn't help. Um, where are we now? Well, uh, Max is slowing down. He's yeah. just pitted for what we believe to be a puncture. Ah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny how he said it, the car's not handling lovely. Did he say something like this? Mm. Even in a, a moment of crisis, he had kind of a sense of humour. It's like an in-joke, I think. Yeah. <laughs> when they say simply lovely or something. Yeah, it was bizarre. It, it didn't look like it was... It must have felt weird because it didn't look like the car was unstable. Mm. So it must have just felt really weird because he came out of the pits and it was like, I've still got a puncture. <laughs> Even on new tyres. So big body work damage. It opened up uh, Hamilton's run at the race lead, though, because mm. he was catching both Ferraris really quickly. And Ferrari just refused to let Leclerc go in front of Sainz, despite Sainz struggling. Mm. So Leclerc was quicker with front wing end plate missing as well. Yeah, that was bizarre, especially how slow Perez had been with his missing end plate. Hmm. But Hamilton. Bravo to Charles. Yep. Mm. Yeah, but Hamilton was so quiet, it was ridiculous. That was the race at that point, wasn't it? You're thinking, oh, yeah. he could he could actually win this. Ferrari's mm. throwing it away. They keep giving, instead of team orders to science, they give him like target lap times and he doesn't meet them. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they, they do swap positions, right? But After the stops, uh, yeah. They pitted After him the first. Stops, that's right. Yeah. And Hamilton stayed out longer, didn't he? But was still mm. relatively matching their pace. Well, he was he was pulling out from Sainz. Sainz on new tyres and Hamilton was still mm. pulling out a 10 for 2 every lap. And you're right, they eventually Incredible went, right, drive. come on. Yeah. And then eventually swapped them because it was just, they were thrown that way. Would, would you have, I, I'm all for racing, so I wanted to see a race at that point. Mm. I know it's logical to switch to Leclerc in front. I know I would, I will get shut down for this, but I kind of enjoyed the way it played out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree. Selfishly, it meant Hamilton had a chance. I also think, Oh, is it? It's not too early in the season to throw. Oh, what am I trying to say? I've had a complete brain freeze. Yeah, so it's uh, arguably it's too early in the season to having team orders, right? But because Red Bull has a clearly defined number one and number two, and you know, look how Perez was sacrificed in Spain, arguably. Then, you know, if Ferrari would like to win the drivers' championship, they had kind of have to go all all in on Charles, Charles, rather, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, as Willie T. Ribs said. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a bit conflicted by it, but at least it's not like WTCR World Touring Cars, where Cyan Racing Lincoln Co. has got like five cars on the grid. They've already chosen who's going to win the championship, and they're all making maneuvers every race and hitting off their championship rivals and stuff. So you don't want to see that. So at least I was like, oh well, at least there's a race going on. But yeah, like as well, like DTM always used to have so many team orders towards the, end of the second half of the season. It wasn't a race going on. Hmm. Everyone would just be pulling over for people all the time. Maybe that'll come to that this season, but later on, though. 
Yeah, I mean, Red Bull gets criticism for being really harsh on the team orders. But Ferrari seem to be completely the other way. <laughs> yeah, indecisive. Yeah. So, they both pit. Hamilton then comes in for hards, although it, it looked like, I thought he was going to go into softs. Yeah. yeah, me and Lisa both thought, oh, he's going to be on softs now. Yeah, was strange. It? No, it was, just, it was a shame. Because it's only been like 20-something laps. Mm. But... Uh, pits for hards, then Ocon stops at the end of the old pit straight and brings out the safety car. And now here's where the race was decided. So the gaps when the safety car were was thrown was Leclerc was 4.6 ahead of Sainz, Sainz was 1.5 ahead of Hamilton. And Hamilton closing. Yes. So Sainz and Hamilton get brought in for soft tires, but Ferrari decide to leave Leclerc out because they, they think they can only pit one of them. I did not understand that. No, nonsense. They've made a and mess of it. I also think like, oh, it's very easy to sit here with hindsight. But in the moment, I didn't understand it. Yeah, that wasn't hindsight. <laughs> it has been explained why they did it. I don't know if it actually, yeah, falls into that. But they said that Leclerc had the fresher tires, which is why he was chosen to stay out. Is what they've said. I'm not so sure this is actually what their thoughts were at yeah. the time. They could only pit one because there wasn't time to double stack them, which also isn't true. Nonsense, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I can kind of see that sort of making sense, but I, I don't buy it. No. Also, Binotto said something like, if we did pit Charles, it, it, the others might have stayed out. Then he would have been in fourth or fifth, and we don't know if he would have got the positions. <laughs> he would have yeah. got the positions. <laughs> it was nonsense because they had a huge like 24-second gap to Perez, who was fourth. Mm-hmm. The lowest he would have dropped would have been third. And he wouldn't have dropped to third because Leclerc would have came out in front of Hamilton. Sainz might have got delays, but there's a 4.6 second gap, 4.6 second gap, and mm. Sainz could have backed it up on the way into pit lane to give them five and a half, six seconds. They could have mm. easily yeah. double stacked them. Yeah. So. Mm. Another mistake. I think we'll put that down. Yeah. In the race. And I. I Am I correct in thinking this meant Perez got almost like a free stop in a way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, and that's how he jumped. Was it Alonso Norris? Because mm-hmm. Perez, I didn't yeah. see once in the race, once he pitted for the front wing. No. And no, obviously no. he's going long and he probably had to do another pit stop anyway, but then this was timed perfectly for, for him. Yeah, they never showed any replays of his moves for the field if he made them. I don't think, well, yeah, he must have made some, I but I think a lot of it was everyone just in front pitting, wasn't it? And he was staying out long. Yeah. yeah. But the... Yeah. But during the restart, when they've all got... So, was it uh, Hamilton, mm-hmm. Sainz, and Perez are on new softs? Yep. The, oh, there was a lot of talk from the commentary about, oh, you know, Leclerc, Sainz, and oh, can Hamilton get it? And I was saying to Lisa, right, yeah. we can't discount Perez just because he's been missing the mm-hmm. whole race. That car is fixed and fast. Yeah, as, as soon as you, I saw that Perez was in fourth, I went, oh, no. Like, there's no Back way they're keeping him banged, yeah. And he has, you know, history of when there's a sniff of something good, he just steps mm-hmm. up another level, especially yes. with Max is not involved. Mm. We also then had the uh, very strange decision by Ferrari to tell yeah. Science to drop back to 10 car lengths. Mm. Another mistake. Is that three strategy errors? Yes. Um, to try and shield Leclerc from the cars behind. It's like, um, I can see where they're going just, a little bit with that. Yeah. But, you know, that's almost an admittance of they should have pitted him, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Sainz done the right thing by pushing back on that and basically saying that's nonsense. Yeah. And he was very polite. He said, please. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't think that if it was Max, he would. Uh, there would be some other words used. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Norris dropped behind Alonso. During the pit stops as well. Mm. And then we get the restart. So Sainz manages to get past through entry on the Wellington Strait. It's past Leclerc. Quite forcibly, but does it. And Perez mm. manages to take Hamilton for third. Leclerc then starts dropping back, and then we get the best bit of racing I've seen in F1 in quite a while. Yeah. So Better than Jeddah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Silverstone's overtaking Jeddah as uh, <laughs> the best track. 
<laughs> of course, Jada is Silverstone in the desert. So there is also that. True. But, so, Perez chucks up inside his stove. McQuirt runs wide, which gives him the inside for the first part of the chicane. Perez then runs along the inside of the second part of the chicane. Pushes McQuirt out wide. All four wheels off the track there, though. Yeah. 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 And I actually think that if there wasn't another car involved, you can obviously explain that in a second, Colin. He might have let Leclerc get back on, mm-hmm. but then there was someone else arrived. Yes. Then Hamilton goes past them both in the final corner, just next up the inside. And there's an amazing video from the crowd at that point. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, it's just everyone going mental. And everyone going mental like a football game. Brilliant. Yeah. Mm. Which lasts for all of uh, 10 seconds because then, <laughs> then Perez chucks up the inside of Village. I don't know Pres- why the door's open. I'm just going to put that one out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't get that either from Hamon. Very tentative. I think he wanted the inside for the next corner. But Perez Mitchell didn't do that. Yeah, he, Perez yeah. pushes him off, which allows Leclerc pass as well. So Hamilton ends up fourth. Then Hamilton tries to go on the outside on the exit Lawfield, which then Leclerc shuts the door and outside, forces him to back off. I mean, it nearly worked. Leclerc was wise to it. That was also another forceful move. Mm. And I thought this was just going to end in chaos because then you had. Fernando Alonso sniffing, oh, at, the re- yeah, oh. sniffing oh. at the back end it was Hamilton going into cops mm. and it was, just, it was one of those shut your eyes, this is going to end in an airplane crash but he didn't even make a move Alonso he, he, was not, he never managed to get himself in position I almost feel like he was aware that really he's actually racing Norris mm. yeah yeah but it was, it was great to see those three battling uh, but also then mm. Alonso and Norris were just sitting there waiting for something to happen I mean, fifth is actually a low-key, amazing result for Alpine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really yeah, pretty positive weekend. They're, as everyone else is bringing upgrades, they're just kind of quietly picking up points. Mm. Yep. I mean, and, and breaking down as well, though. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> very true. So, then Hamilton has another goal in Leclerc. Gets round outside and exit Waffield this time, but he's full alongside and past. McQuirt then cuts in behind on the old straight, gets to the outside for cops. And then it's another close your eyes. <laughs> Wait to see what happens. Yeah. Leclerc goes round it outside the cops. Hamilton backs out. And uh, Leclerc keeps the position up till Stowe, where Hamilton just gets round outside. Sorry. When Leclerc went round the outside at cops, what was your reaction uh, I was a bit annoyed that they cut the camera to the onboard shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was that. <laughs> but then after that, when they did cut to the onboard shot, I was just expecting that little boop, and he's in the wall. Mm. I just I stood yeah, up. It was amazing. it was amazing. Yeah. Hell of a It was brave. a superb move with the damaged wing and old tires. Yeah. And there isn't a millimeter between them. No. You see that Hamilton had to dig it for Stappen after the race as well. No. <laughs> no, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, he said, he said it was nice to be racing someone sensible on like last year. Ooh. Mm. Which then, of course, the Max Verstappen fans just put a side-by-side of worse, like a metre and a half away for the apex last year and right on the apex this year. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a completely different incident, in a way. But Leclerc, Leclerc was brave to, to yeah. stick it around outside there on old... Well, fairly used hearts. I think he was fired up. Mm. Would you say he was fired up? He was angry. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. He knew he what was. was going on there, so he desperately driving there, but with precision to keep mm. keep a good result. Mm. He basically threw it all on the line, right? Like yeah. championship wise, it was win it or bin it yeah. for him there. Mm. Well, finished fourth or bin it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, so he got fourth. Well, apparently. Some of the, half the the Ferrari team refused to take part in the celebrations afterwards because they were raging yes. on the court side of the garage. There were few. Don't you so. don't want those fractions having just read a book no. about the 2007 season at McLaren between <laughs> Hamilton and Alonso? You definitely don't want that happening. To be fair, though, I don't uh, think Sainz and Leclerc have a beef themselves. No, no, between each other. So it's more it, Leclerc and the team management, isn't it? Yeah. 
but there was a picture came out today of Bonotto and Leclerc out for dinner in Monaco last night. Oh, was there? So they're obviously Bonotto's trying to make up after right? the finger w- waving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was cheering him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they said, isn't it? He's yeah. clearly, he's clearly having a, having a very stern word there. Yeah, there's nothing like a fret in my job to cheer me up. <laughs> uh, then last bit of action for the race really was uh, Mick Schumacher going for his first points in F1 fighting Max Verstappen uh, he gets around outside the Brooklyns gets put off again by Max that one that was definitely suspect I thought yeah very touring car style it'd be good in British touring cars Max yeah <laughs> And then there's a couple of other close moves, and then through the final corner, Schumacher's got a nose well alongside his car on the inside, and Max squeezes him, which makes Mick back out before the line. Uh, if, if Mick kept in it there, there would have been contact, and it would have been not his fault, I felt. No. No. Yeah. But I think he's got this story, this this uh, reputation now for damaging cars. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you believe that too much, you do back out of things like this. Whereas I don't think that Charles Leclerc would have would have. No, no, definitely not. But that was his first points in F one as well, Max. So he played a big part in it as well. Because yeah, when exactly. I was, I was watching it. I was thinking, just go for it. You've got the speed. Stop doing these half moves and put a proper move on it. Exactly. Yeah. Send. Oh, not send it. Don't want to say that. Well, yeah, but do it. Uh, then when I think back on it, I'm thinking, yeah, this is his first ever points in F one. He's not going to jeopardise it by putting a move that he's not 100% sure on yeah and so it's fair enough plus there's also the max factor where people know they're not going to get fair racing from him yeah plus, Ooh, how dare you say that plus there's also the championship leader factor and no one in the midfield wants to take out the championship do a leader <laughs> yeah yeah do a knock on <laughs> do a knock on so yeah but one day max is going to have another cop since where he run someone out and just keep their foot in it. Mm-hmm. At the minute, though, I feel like him and that car are the, still the ones to beat. Oh, yeah. His championship lead is still comfortable. Yeah. So I don't feel like he would make that move that, you know, wears a crash against Leclerc. Mm-hmm. Unless Charles has uh, the next four wins in the bag. Yeah. Then we might see a return to it. Yeah, but he was, uh, he was risking... He's seven boys there. Mm. Do you know what I was watching the other day? This is very random. But the Max Verstappen YouTube channel, mm. which is literally just videos advertising new merchandise ranges where you <laughs> speak. And uh, they get like 40, 50,000 views, and you just sort of think, holy moly. He, he obviously gets paid a lot, but he's got such a big following, especially in the Netherlands. And mm. they must sell so much, so much. Merchandise. Mm. Well, the next race in Austria, and there's rumoured to be fifty thousand Dutch fans yeah. uh, going down to it. Yeah. So and, uh, they all buy their Max Verstappen mini helmet for hundred mm. euros, <laughs> and someone's making a lot of coin. Oh yeah, the price of F one merchandise is ridiculous. I, I mean, mean, when I went to Silverstone, I paid it, but it's still ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> no, it's mad. When I was in the yeah. Red Bull, I was at the Red Bull factory recently, and there's a shop in there, and it does look cool. And when you're in the moment, I'm like, oh, should I actually buy some Red Bull merch here? Mm-hmm. And then I saw the price and realised I can't afford that. Yeah. But I'm looking here: seventy-seven thousand views on a video, thirty-second video with no talking. That's literally just saying the Max Verstappen shop is five years old. <laughs> you just think, yeah. what? Just makes you realise how 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 big he is, and how some of these drivers mm-hmm. are. We're not a bit of jealous about the VN figures or anything. No, I'm saying fair play as well for like <laughs> the entrepreneurial side. Whoever set this up, if it's him, his father, his team, um, to make the most of it, why wouldn't you? That's very true. I sh- I might actually have to go on the Jos Verstappen. I keep forgetting to read Jos Verstappen's thoughts after the race, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. Hey. What's that? Yeah, he's he's in a bucket with Helmut Marco for me that has people I never want to hear from again. <laughs> Christian Horner's making his way into that bucket every every as every he's race goes back. on the edge. Yeah, yeah, he's hanging over the edge. Um, the third Sky commentator. Well, he was on Channel Four this week. It was. That's true. Yeah, 
I don't know. I didn't hear this guy caught me other than on the highlights. Did you hear Mark Webber make a weird noise when Hamilton made no <laughs> Yeah. He's al- he's always good for a little squeal, Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Squealing like a pig. <laughs> so, double points finish for Haas. First time in... Yeah. Oh, how many years Four would that years be? years or something, was it? Yeah, something ridiculous. Mm. So, first points as well for Mick. Seb, I thought, had a good... Good race up to second. Suddenly it was pretty much 18th, I think it was at the start. Hmm. All right, Lando six again was solid, and Hamilton. I was happy to see Hamilton get his home podium. Although it was yeah. it wasn't too happy about it after. If it wasn't for that safety car, Hamilton Clark would have been side by side at the end. Yeah, you think? Which would have been amazing. It, it's it, a weird thing because. Um, the safety car spiced up the race, gave us all that excitement at the end, and at the same time, we also think, "Oh, what would have happened if it didn't come out?" I quite like to have seen that as well. <laughs> Can we not just see both of these things? <laughs> yeah, do a mid-session save and just put Park Ocon's exactly. car into the low pit lane. Yep. So with Max Schumacher getting his first point, there's now only one driver without points this year. That's Latifi, who I think picked up damage during the race, but it's dropped him out to out the top ten. And Hulkenberg. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say that I thought Latifi did a good race. Mm. He didn't have the upgrades. He was fighting for the points all the way through, basically. Hmm. I know there's a lot of attrition, and if he, like you say, picked up some damage, not ideal. But he was he was at least trying. It wasn't really mm-hmm. shown on the TV, but you know the results on the left, they sometimes put in the little square. Yeah, and it was mostly Latifi getting overtaken, but he was at least trying to defend a few things and putting on a good show. Which, for someone whose future is potentially in doubt, at least he's giving it a bash. Yeah, which and, is what he hasn't been doing lately, so it's, it's good to mm, see. Yeah, maybe a bit too late. Eh? Mm-hmm. Didn't Ricardo? I don't know if you already said that. Apparently, his DRS wasn't working. Mm. Still doesn't ex- uh, under, you know explain thirteenth though, does it? Really, I don't think. No. No. Miles off. Literally miles off. Yep. So, top of the championship, still Max from Perez. Sergio's cut the gap down now to 30... Irrelevant. (laughs) 34 (laughs) points. Um, Leclerc is, I think, 43 points behind Max as well. So, a DNF needs to come soon. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen in Austria, is it? Well, no. Actually, it's gonna... That's got to be a max domination, that, I think. Yeah. Can't really see any other way. Aggressive curbs. <laughs> see some breakages happening, because Max does like to abuse track limits around the last couple of corners there. Hmm. Yeah, if you get the wrong side of those serrated ones. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it Kvyat? Or Gasly mm. or someone in Tarrosa? Where the car just disintegrated over them? Yeah. I could see that happening. Yeah, Mercedes looking stronger as well, but this Austria won't think be it was a, Yeah, I can't help but think. You look at Catalonia and Silverstone, you think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere, maybe maybe France they might do okay. I don't know. Mm. It has to be like not that bumpy, I think, and quite mm. quick corners. Yeah. So next up, Austria, and then France. The last time we've seen France, apparently. Ah, oh, what a shame. Oh, no. So the rumoured calendar for next year is dropping France and also Spa. That is a shame. Now that is a shame, yes. Yeah. So that's to bring back in China, to introduce Vegas and a possible South African race. Oh, no, Kyle Army is interesting. So, you know, um, that's fine with me. China has to be there for many good reasons. and Especially at the moment, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Vegas. Three yeah. American races. Yeah. Another street race. You come on, we need Spa. Well, you just know that this will be the best race ever at Spa this year because it's getting dropped next year. <laughs> like the same thing yeah. happened with Hockenheim. Hockenheim was getting yeah. banned and it had that mad weight race. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be sad to see them lose. I mean... Um, Oh, after all that work, they've had to re- redo. Well, that was mainly for bikes, wasn't it? But still, 
and it's um, meant to be switching around, isn't it? It's possibly not off the calendar completely. There may be every other year possibilities still. That's good. And maybe if China doesn't actually happen in the end, it can be the backup. Mm-hmm. I know there's still big challenges over there with their protocols for COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, the second half... Oh, going back to WTCR again for some reason. <laughs> That's supposed to be going to Macau in China. It's not now again. They're going to have to do a European Middle Eastern end of the calendar. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know Chinese race might be at the end of next year, so plenty of time, but still not guaranteed. And, and a few weeks ago, Colin, at Canada... We were saying, what's your favourite track? And I think I might have said Canada, but really thinking about it, it's Spa, isn't it, I think? <laughs> it's, um... Yeah. It's not Zambot. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. But the, all these, going all these tracks this year is interesting because we've spoke a lot about the new cars and it certainly worked at Silverstone. Yeah. Even they never got that far five-car fight with old cars. True. Yeah, but a safety car and some different tyre strategies helped. Yeah. So I still, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It's definitely better. <laughs> Interesting, apparently for France as well. There's the uh, both Red Bull and Ferrari could be pegged back slightly with the ah, uh, some flexi fours. Mm. Yeah. Which. Whenever I'm I see not, stuff like that, it never actually does anything. No, yeah. I'm not convinced that it will actually help anyone. But the the fours will be stiffened basically. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't. I'm not an aerodynamicist, but I'm the same as you, Tom. These things never play out how you think they will be. Yep. Except I, I, when Red, Red Bull got the tyres changed in, like, 2012. And and the high rake thing. Yeah. That helped in 21, didn't it? And also, just a few, just a few races ahead, but I'd completely forgotten that Singapore's returning. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, in October. And I feel slightly positive about that. I don't mind that venue. It's always an event. It's never normally a Correct. great race, but yeah, it's yeah, right. Something good happens to watch somehow. Yeah, yeah. Bring yeah, back so that stupid little chicane when it first. <laughs> the Singapore <laughs> sling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. So, almost at the halfway point after Austria, we've been through half mm-hmm. the races. Well, it's so flown by, so it's a good year, I guess. Yep. So we've got Mexico back this year. Mexico wasn't there last year, was it? I think so. I feel like it was somehow, but I might was be it? getting mixed up with something else. Oh, no, you're no. right. It might have been, yeah. Hmm. Japan's back. That's new. We're returning. So that'll be fun as well. Hmm. So we'll do our halfway predictions at the next one after the next race. And I can pull up the uh, pre-season ones then. If oh, yes. Shall we leave them to the end of the year? Oh, um, do you want them to have them now? The question's yours. We can do a mid-term review next week. All yeah, right, let's do that, that sounds good. There was one thing I wanted to uh, point out as well from the trophy presentation. It was nice to see uh, Marshall presenting a trophy. Oh, mm. I didn't see that. Yeah, that's yeah. a great well, idea, though. I believe she, she's, uh, I, I don't know the, the title, but she's president or something like that of the Marshall Association, but she is a marshal. Mm. She does do the marshalling work. I thought that was brilliant to see. Was that who Brundle interviewed on the grid? <laughs> It was, oh. but he had no idea who she was at that point. Ah, very good. He, he even mentioned it on the commentary during the um, podium. He said, I wish I'd known who that was. I would have asked him much more interesting questions. Uh. <laughs> he knew who Stormzy was, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got a Ramsey. Yeah. Stormzy was so excited to see him. Yeah, I know. It was funny. I did love him blanking the Dean Dora, so. Who? <laughs> Yeah. Up to a point recording is the culture and sports secretary, but whatever's going on tonight uh, in, in Downing Street, maybe out of a job. But, uh, it always reminds me when you see a politician at the British Club pre-grid of um, the best clip of John Prescott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> going, oh, I'm behind Damien Hill. <laughs> <laughs> and Brundle's like, who? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I, I, Damien. <laughs> oh. Oh, That's a classic that I'll send you a letter. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did like the other celebrities that were hanging about as well. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. Uh, oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Crofty started on one of those things that I just I hated him for. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. 
straight after the race. I don't know how Tom Cruise managed, well, because he's Tom Cruise, but he managed to go and talk to Lewis before he'd even got to the podium. And while that was on screen, Crofty went, well, Lewis may not have been the top gun today. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I've, my notes literally just say, ah. Underneath <laughs> it, just don't. Oh, no. That's yeah. bad. Hey, a small random British touring car link is, I think, David Addison was doing the circuit commentary if you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did oh, it yeah. last year as so. well. Yeah. He does odds and sods, that guy. In fact, more than that. I think I don't think he's free any weekend, is he? No. Well, He'd commentate on anything. Yeah. Chucked in five hundred quid over there. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't just got it hooked up at home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching Channel Four. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a good setup when you go live. You got his commentary, and then you get cuttings from the team radio and everything like you do on TV. Yes, I didn't mm. realise that until this, because when the Bottas uh, audio clip happened about Joe's crash. And they said mm. to him, like, oh, he's fine. And he went, thanks. The crowd was like, wee. I was like, oh, they must be able to hear it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've got big speakers that do the commentary and the cut in and all that. Because last year we got the uh, Michael have sent you an email. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but you can buy also buy little in your radios, which just, you can hear it over the cars then. Ah, right. Good. Okay. Nice. Um, I did like the was it the land stroll? You can't park there, so yeah, I yeah. saw that. <laughs> I can't remember when that was from. I assume it's one of the practice sessions, but yeah, I, I did enjoy that. Yeah, because I thought, oh, is that from the race? But it couldn't have been. No, if you want, I think you brought a red flag. So right, there was a weird thing where you know when shows in the barrier, mm. the crowd instantly reacts. Of course, they duck and then they're like, oh my word. The people, representatives there, I don't know if they were marshals or people, crowd control uh, employees or whatever it was, put up signs that said, please remain seated. And they made everyone sit down again. Mm. I thought that was an interesting protocol that if there's a bad accident, they've got this, you know, basically sit down, don't be looking at where the driver is. Yeah. And maybe that's why there isn't a single video or picture of it from what I've seen. The, the yeah. Uh, extrication. Yeah, that's a good point. No, yeah, you're right. As soon as it goes in the wall, that's the end of the videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been told to sit down. Can I just briefly mention as well, because I know we're going along here, uh, W Series. Yes. <laughs> She's too good. Amazing. I watched Amazing. the first race in the pub on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, without her, would it be more interesting? Probably. But I think she gets half a million for every championship win. So this could yes. be the third in a row here. Well, it definitely will be, I think. Nice. So I also think fair play. I don't know how much of that money gets to the management and mm. et cetera, yeah. et cetera, but still, it's it's not bad. It's nowhere enough to fund a F2 campaign is the issue. That's that's a shame. But mm. I would like to see her go do something else. And I mean, she did a bit of Extreme E last year mm. with some mixed results. Um, yeah, I would I would just love her to see, what, Indie Lights, IndyCar? F2. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what about? F2. Yeah, but that's quite expensive as well, like you say. Yeah. I'm thinking um, Super Formula in Japan or something like this. That would be fascinating, I think. Because she's brilliant. So that's. Yes. Yeah. But she has struggled in F3 in the past, I believe. So that's, let's see yeah. what happens. But all I wanted to say as well was uh, Emma Kimaline in there, my favourite in second. But there was an <laughs> incident, wasn't there, between her and Abby Pullin at the end? Basically, if you go alongside Kimaline, she will turn in. So you have to you have to make the move on a straight, and that's what happened there. They both spun around and then wow. kept the position. She's a former touring car driver, isn't she? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That. I was going with that, and she's driver coached by Warren Hughes. Who? Uh, what? Warren Hughes, who? Um, yeah, MG. MG driver in British touring cars. That's it. Yeah, and Le Mans, and before that, all sorts of other weird and wonderful racing. There we go. That's nice. our BTC reference for the for the week. Yeah. <laughs> Start a few oh, weeks. The next one for BTC. Yeah. Did you notice there's two trophies as well handed out? I think it's done every year, but I I never actually pay attention. No. Nope. You get they get the gold one and then the sponsor mm-hmm. one. Yeah. The trophy they're presented with first is the sponsor one, and then they're given the actual gold trophy, the RAC trophy, uh, which is then immediately taken back once they leave. And which yeah. day is there? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Lewis complained one year because they didn't give him the gold one on the podium. 
that's given the sponsor one. Ah, yeah. And he wins, so I think that's why they do them two now. Mm-hmm. I like to give them the proper one. Bit yeah, of shame you don't get to keep that. Yeah, but the sponsor trophy looked terrible. I couldn't even <laughs> see what it was. It was just like a silver rectangle. <laughs> yeah. They're not great these days. They're like the Heineken star. Or they're just like mm. a, a, bonk, a chunky metal. Yeah. Or say. a gorilla holding a tyre. <laughs> oh yeah, that was was that France? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, Austria next. Red Bull ring. Red home race for Red Bull. Max won't get booed there, so he can he can feel nice yeah. about that. Um, he'll, he'll have overwhelming cheers. There'll be flares, smoke bombs. Um, good yeah, atmosphere to fun. watch from afar. Mm-hmm. It's a track I really want to go to, but not until Max Verstappen retires. Because <laughs> I don't think I could. De- I I can't deal with two over enthusiastic crowds, so that that would be too much for me. I think. So, maybe maybe in the future. He did say he might retire by twenty twenty eight today, so you never know. Oh really? He won't. But that's what people say. No. Yeah, it's easy so. to forget how young he still is. Yeah. So anywhere for you guys? Wrap this baby up. Yeah, yeah that, I'm all that, good. Other than it was a superb race, it was very exciting. I got very angry and also very happy all at once. <laughs> and Formula One, it's been a f- it's been a few races since that happened. So let's keep this up, please. Yeah, more, more of the same. safety cars. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully a good one next time out in Austria, and we'll be back. Uh, it's two weeks time. Yes, we're back in two weeks' time to review that. So we'll see you then. Cool, I'm off to bed. Mm-hmm.